want to stay right here with yes. you. Yes. I tell you, so many times we are facing so many things, and, and but we can't stay there all the time with him, even though when we go where we are going, he's with us. Yes. But so many times we hate to move from where we are when we're in his presence. Hallelujah. When we're in his presence, we want to stay there with him. Yes. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him glory. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are times you would desire to stay in the bed under the covers. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But you, we want to stay with him. With your Bibles in your hands, can you just repeat after me? Hallelujah. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. My life will never be the same after hearing the word of faith. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. In Jesus' name, amen. While you are standing, let's go to our scripture text. We're going to be reading Matthew chapter 9, verse 38. Matthew chapter 9, verse 38 is our scripture text. And we've heard it, we'll be hearing it. And it says... Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. And we also have on the video on the monitor, then saith he unto the disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. I would like to use, why does I keep jumping? I would like to use as a topic this morning, pray to the Lord of the harvest. Repeat after me, pray, pray. to the Lord, to the Lord of, the of the harvest. Pray, pray. To, the Lord to the Lord of the harvest. Of the harvest. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for life, health, and strength. God, we thank you for how you woke us up this morning. We were clothed and we were in our right minds, God. We had the activity of our limbs and the privilege of our, our speech, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we did not wake up in the, in, 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 in the ICU. We did not wake up in the uh, emergency room. But God, you watched over us and you protected us. And for that, we said thank Thank you. For that we said thank you. Hallelujah. We said thank you, Lord. And Lord, right now, I need your help. I can't do it without you, Lord. Lord, I'm standing on you, Lord. Lord, anoint your vessel. Anoint the hearers, God. Give them a heart to receive in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for signs and wonders, oh God. In the name of Jesus, following your word. In Jesus' name we pray. And let God's people say amen. 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 Give him a shout, hallelujah. Give him a shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You may be seated. Glory to God. As we go back to Matthew 9, verse 37. 
Jesus looked down from his own time to the end of the age. And he pointed out a terrible problem that would exist. And he shared this problem with his disciples. In Matthew 9, 37. And it says, the harvest, meaning souls to be saved, truly is plenteous. But the laborers are few. In other words, there are not many preachers of righteousness. Or they might not have to be preachers, but there are not many believers of righteousness. So this morning, I would like to ask you a question. And the question is this. What people are a part of that harvest that is so plenteous? Now, in the event you could not think of anyone right away, and even while you are coming up with your answer, I will give you my answer. The people who are a part of the harvest that is plenteous are people from all walks of life. We see here we have doctors and nurses. Now, a lot of times dealing with doctors and nurses, many of them are not saved. Many of them are really in witchcraft, they're diabolical, but yet there are many that are born again. And when you can get a born again and have a born again medical doctor, you are a blessed person. Now, case in point, talking about doctors, I don't know if anyone has ever read this book he came to set the captives free by Dr. Rebecca Brown. This was a medical doctor who was saved at a very young age. And he, she was working in a hospital in the New England states. And different people were coming to the emergency room. And this one night, this man came in and he was so mangled up and she couldn't figure out. But with this particular person, there was so much darkness. So lo and behold, different ones that were coming into this hospital, they would go through ICU, they would come out of ICU and end up on the third floor doing great. But then soon after that, they would all die. And she couldn't figure it out. And lo and behold, the doctors in that hospital were witches and warlocks. Witches and warlocks. And once those people were delivered and healed and, and the Lord had brought them back almost from death's door and they would get through ICU. And when they got up to the third floor of that hospital, here they were actually, they were actually sacrificing those people to demons. And she was a doctor that loved the Lord. And you see, you have these people that are scientific. Many of them are agnostics. You know, they are atheists. They don't even believe that you prove to me. You're going to have to show me that he's, he's real and that he is God. But lo and behold, as she began to witness to other doctors and other nurses, and they began to become interested in the word of God and, and the things of God, when they would get home, their house would be torn to pieces. Blood all over the walls. 
And then when they would call the policemen, when the policemen would walk into the houses, everything was back intact. Let me tell you, the devil is mighty, but God is almighty. So now these are nurses and doctors. There are many that need to be saved. They are a part of the harvest. Then we have lawyers. And, 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 we, and lawyers, I mean, they are really, really in use today. Because every time you turn around, people are suing at the drop of a hat. They're suing for everything. Suing everybody for anything. And sometimes we have these bulk, bogus lawsuits and the people win. They win and they're, be, and they're wrong. So we have lawyers. They need Jesus. They are in the harvest. Then we have teachers. And today, I know Overseer came out of, uh, teaching, out of the teaching career when he was 55 years old. And the reason being because the things that were coming down the pike that's now in the schools, he saw it coming forth. And he was saying, Lord, 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 I'm not going to compromise my conviction to teach some rainbow subject. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hold fast to the truth. I will not con- lose my conviction. See, we're living in this world now of this political correctness. You have to always be political correct. But you know what? Jesus says if we are ashamed to own him in this wicked and adulterous generation, he's going to be ashamed to own us before his father, which is in heaven. So when we have Christian teachers in the schools that can pour into the children, but now you have to be careful how you do it. But, you know, but the thing about it that we can, we have lunch breaks, Hallelujah. And sometime a child may come to you during a lunch break and you can let them know. Case in point, we had a little child in our daycare that said to the teacher, I am tired of living. I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to kill myself. I brought that kid in the office and I told that kid that Jesus created his life and that his life was beautiful and that he was wonderful and skillfully made and that life was worth living for him I began to pray with him and I began to speak life into his soul hallelujah we need teachers like that teachers that will pour into the lives of the children hallelujah teachers they are in the harvest hallelujah and then we have mothers and fathers and and children that's in the harvest you know when I looked at that picture I thought about myself when I had my children and I have a picture similar to that as my husband and I were sitting on the sofa but I began to pray for my kids when they were in my womb I began to read the scripture to them then and I know the bible says that if you train up a child in the way he should go when he gets old he shall not depart from it they might go to the left they might go to the right but I tell you praise God they are coming back I might not be on the earth to see it but I claim it and I know it by faith hallelujah hallelujah do you believe that your children that are not serving God the way you desire for them to be serving that they are coming back and they're going to have a burning fire in their feet they're going to have clapping in their hands they're going to have running in their feet hallelujah We need mothers and fathers who would instill truth. Hallelujah. They are part of the harvest. 
Thank you, Lord. Then we have aunts and uncles. And today we are living in a society that aunts and uncles have to carry on and take a niece and take a nephew to avoid them from going into the system. Hallelujah. I know my sister raised two or three of her grandchildren, and it was a hard thing. It was not an easy thing. But we have aunts and we have uncles. Hallelujah. Thank God for them. Thank God for that extended family. Hallelujah. And then as we have aunts and uncles, then we have grandmothers. Hallelujah. I'm a grandmom. Many of you are grandmothers. And we know how we pour into our grandchildren. Hallelujah. We make them and we have them to commit to remembering uh, scriptures. And I want you to learn this scripture and memorize that scripture. And we talk to them by the wayside. We teach them. We tell them about the hard times and the good times. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we tell them it's not going to be easy. But then we pray over them. We pray over their lives. I, I, I thank God every day for my grandchildren. Because I said, Lord, I thank you for them loving you with the love of the Lord. I thank you for their future. I thank you for their ministries. In the name of Jesus. Speaking into their lives. We have to do it as a grandmother. And then we have grandfathers that walk the kids in the park. You know, and then while they're walking them through the park, they should be doing like they said in Deuteronomy. When you walk and when you sit, when you're walking by the wayside, that you're to instruct them and that you're to teach them the ways and the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God for grandfathers. Hallelujah. Are you glad about it? Are you glad about it? And then we have the teenagers and we have the adults that are snorting cocaine. Hallelujah. They are part of the harvest. They are part of the harvest. Hallelujah. And many of them are part of the harvest because they are trying to keep up with their peers. And we are sitting here and we are relaxed and we don't want to come out of our comfort zone. Oh, it's just me and myself and I. It's good for just us to be safe. But there's a harvest out there that is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Hallelujah. The laborers are few. Then we have the alcoholic. Hallelujah. Then, then, let me tell you, these people had no intent to become alcoholics. They had no intent to become drug addicts. Maybe there was a mother or a father that was in an accident. And then they had to start taking pain pills. And before you know it, those pain pills become a, became a crutch. And now they are hooked on drugs. These are the people that are part of the harvest, souls that need to be saved. Who will go? Isaiah said, Lord, I'll go. Lord, I'll go. Are you willing to go? Are you willing to say, Lord, here I am, send me. Are you willing to say, Lord, here I am, send me. Are you so engrossed in what you are doing and what you are all about and what you are trying to accomplish that you don't even think about souls? You don't think about that alcoholic. You don't think about those teenagers snorting. You have no, no concern because you're all caught up about what you are doing. As the song said during the offering time, it's not about us, but it's about Jesus. Hallelujah. It's about Jesus. Hallelujah. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. And then we have the prostitutes. And I'm showing just the feet of those because they're teenage prostitutes. 
teenage prostitutes that are being used by pimps and runaways think they know it all. And somebody, all they have to do is go to a Greyhound station. And once they go to a Greyhound station, those pimps are there just waiting to lure them in. And not only do we have them, but we have so many that's part of sex trafficking. Young people, I mean, young girls, young boys, their bodies being abused and used by Satan, by pimps, being deceived. Then you look at these pimps. Look at them. The one has the, has the audacity to have a cross around his neck. Do you believe that? A pimp with a cross around his neck. And he's abusing teenagers. Beating them up. They have to bring all their money to him. Or they get beat down to the ground. But we don't want to get out of our comfort zone. We don't want to, you know, tell anyone about Jesus. And then we have real pretty face. See, pretty face is, is, is a gang member. Got his guns in his hands. A gang member. And, and most of the time they're part of the gang because they need a sense of belonging. They need a sense of belonging. They don't have no family. That gang becomes their family. And then once they become part of that uh, a gang, then they have to go through an initiation. And sometimes that initiation, you got to take somebody out. You got to kill someone. And they have no, they don't care because they want to belong. And just because they want to belong, they'll do anything just to be a part of that family. But I have a family that they can be a part of. That's the family of God. That's the family of Christ. Oh, in the name of Jesus, where they can be used in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. They don't have to snort. They don't have to be winos. They don't have to be alcoholics. And they don't have to be part of the Crips, nor the Bloods, or any other gang that's out there. But they can be a part of the kingdom of God. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 A part of the kingdom of God. That, that was a preacher that started a work. And his name was Wilkinson. If anybody have ever seen the picture, the switchblade in the cross, if you've ever seen that movie, that was a young man that went into New York, and he went into the gang-infested areas, and they, they showed this movie on his life, how they cut him, they cursed him, they did so many things against him, but when it was all said and done, the ringleader of that gang got saved, and to this day, he is saved, blood-washed, filled with the Holy Spirit, and you might see him on TBN at any time. The switchblade in the cross. Hallelujah. Jesus is able to save from the utmost. Hallelujah. He's able to go down to the gutter and save to the utmost. Hallelujah. There's nothing too hard for him. There's nothing too hard for him. And then we have a crying mother. We have the homeless. They are part of the harvest that's out there. This is a mother crying, will you help? Will you help me? Can you help me? And some of these people that are homeless, they didn't intend to become homeless, but they're victims of circumstance. Victims of circumstance. 
Victims of circumstance, they lose their jobs. They lose their home. They lose everything. And they find themselves on the streets, homeless. But many times we walk right past them. We're in the cities, you know, we go to the cities and, and, and we just walk right past them. But they're there and they're crying. But I want you to know that this harvest, in this harvest, there are rich people, there are poor people. There are people from all walks of life. But I want you to know that it doesn't matter their status because the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, will reach to the highest mountain. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus will reach to the lowest valley. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus, hallelujah can reach them in their circumstance and in their situation. The blood of Jesus. The blood that will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountains. It flows to the lowest valley. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood, the blood, the blood. Will never lose its power. Never lose its power. So we see here, as we begin to pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that we will send forth laborers into his harvest. You know, as I began to ponder that question and think about the solution, well, well, well God gave the solution. And the solution was here. said, pray ye. Yes. Repeat after me. Pray ye. Pray ye. Therefore. therefore. The Lord, the Lord of the harvest. So we see here, he gave us the solution. We are to pray for laborers. And as we are praying for laborers, let me tell you, as we are praying for laborers, it has been said that many pastors testify that they spend sometimes years praying for a particular city or nation. I know I used to pray all the time, which I do still pray. But every time I would pray, I would start praying for Bangladesh. I never knew why I prayed so much for Bangladesh. Well, thank God he didn't send me there. But a lot of times pastors would get a burden for a certain nation. And as they begin to pray and intercede, before you know it, God will raise them up to go to those places and to become missionaries. But see, we don't have to be fearful about that. Now, Paul himself, Apostle Paul, was sent out as a missionary through the power of prayer. It happened in Antioch, where leaders of the church were praying over the harvest. And we'll see here that they begin to pray, and I'm going to look here because I can't see it too good back there. And better yet, I'm just going to go to that scripture. Let's, let's go to Acts chapter 13. Verses 2 through 6. Acts 13. Verses 6. Verses 2 through 6. 
as they ministered, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. Now, when they had gone through the island of Paphos, Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew who came, whose name was Bar-Jesus. So we see here that Paul was sent out into ministry because of prayer and fasting by the people of the church. That was his first missionary journey. So we see the same should be true for each of us. We are to pray for the harvest, just as those godly men in Antioch did. The fact is, while we are praying, the Holy Spirit is searching the earth, putting an urgency in the hearts of those who desire to be used of the Lord. He's touching people everywhere, setting them apart for his service. Maybe it will be you. <laughs> if you're praying for the harvest, you're not only praying for the Lord to raise up laborers, but you, you're praying also for yourself because he's going to raise you up too. Amen. Amen. So as we pray to the Lord of the harvest, to, and as we pray to the Lord of the harvest and raising up laborers, we should pray for those who makes the harvest plenteous the unsaved, one might ask, how should we pray and what should we pray? In other words, as you're praying for those laborers to be sent, we need to also pray for the people that are plenteous, the unsaved. Just wanted to make that clear. So one may ask the question, how we should pray for the unsaved? We should pray that the Holy Spirit to change their hearts, their minds, their desires. Now, Ezekiel 36, 26 says, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will put in a heart of flesh. In Philippians 2 and 3, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And then Psalm 73 and 25 says, uh, whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. In other words, as you are praying for the hearts of the people, you are saying, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that unsaved 
alcoholic, that drug addict, that mother, that father, that son, that daughter. I pray that you would change their hearts. Take that heart of stone out of them and give them a heart of flesh. Lord, I thank you that they will have the mind of Christ. The mind that's in Christ will be the mind that's in them. Hallelujah. When you pray the word, you can't lose. When you pray scripture, you can't lose. Hallelujah. He will not, his, void, his word will not turn out void, will not return void as you begin to pray. And Lord, I pray for that desires to change. Lord, just like David said, one thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. And as you begin to pray for the unsaved hearts and minds and desires, you begin to pray those prayers and pray those scriptures over their lives hallelujah hallelujah and you could also pray Colossians prayer chapter 1 verses 9 through 14 Lord I pray that he or she might be filled with the knowledge of his will with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Lord, I pray that he or she may walk worthy of the Lord unto all, pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. These are the prayers that we're going to pray, be praying over the, the loss. And it says, uh, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us <laughs> into the kingdom of his dear son? Isn't that awesome? He has translated us. And see, this is what Harvest Time Celebration is all about. It's all about having the ability to witness to someone that they can be translated from the power of darkness into the power of light. Into the kingdom of light. Being transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So, as I bring this teaching to an end. We shall all continue praying to the Lord of the harvest, yielding to the Holy Spirit as he directs us to keep out, to step out with boldness, to witness and to invite friend to harvest celebration. Do not forget that as we pray to the Lord of the harvest, he is putting an urgency in the lives of many who desire to be used by him. Prepare many to answer the call to go on mission fields around the world. And while we are interceding for others, God is raising many of us to become missionaries right here in our own backyard, America. Yes. Just keep in mind, this, this should not be a one-time event, but it shall become a lifestyle as believers that are expanding the kingdom of God. Let's stand to our feet. Let's give the Lord a hand clap.
Let, let's give the Lord a praise for his word. Let's give the Lord a praise for his word. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we say like Isaiah, like, like, like Isaiah said, Lord, here am I. Lord, send me. Lord, here am I. Lord, send me in the name of Jesus. Maybe there are people in our lives that we need to disassociate ourselves from so that we can say, Lord, here am I. Send me. In the year the king, you are, you are, Uzziah died. He said, I saw, oh, saw the Lord. He didn't see the Lord until someone died. Many times people have to be moved out of our lives that we can go forth in the things that God is raising us up to do in the name of Jesus. Lord, we surrender our will to your will. We are saying yes to your will. Hallelujah. It's no longer about us, but it's about Jesus. It's about his kingdom. It's about the harvest that is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Say, Lord, use me. Lord, use me mightily in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. Or maybe is there anyone that desires prayer? Is there 